back on the vent, fellas, Billy, that guy, Tony, my apparently gay lover, and bourbon butts. What up? Tony, dude, you need to be careful about the shit you post. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, dude. You, I mean. Why Why has it got to be like that? You said your boo, which I'm fine with. I'll be your boo. I'll be your, your internet boo. I'm good with that. Shiny top. But when you start telling people that your boo is coming, like it's very confusing because you were pretty vague. And people started, asking you, people started asking you, where are you? What boo? Even someone in your family that bears your same last name was like, what boo? Yeah, and you see the concern on my face, right? I mean, well, I just I just sent laughing laughing signs to everybody, hoping they would recognize it's me. And then later on, I'm going to go drop my favorite uh, my favorite meme. I'm going to channel my uh, my cam meme. You know, I'm big. I'm not. I'm big. I'm not fancy. I dare you not to like me. You know? That's it. And drop that for everybody and let them kind of figure out what you're talking about. Set that one up for you. Just saying, though, it's a little, it's a little vague, and people could be confused. Like I figured, my broke back me. Uh, uh, and that's my point. You're just adding <laughs> fuel to the fire, dude. Yeah. Well, that, let, let's let's uh, dis- disclaimer this one. I put it on my personal page. Then I saw it on the vent page. So. Oh, who put it on the vent page? Somebody. Didn't you? Me? You did. No. I never. No. Yeah. No. What do I you mean? Like I said, Mark Heck Daniels, didn't it? In the podcast group? Yeah. No. Or did I put it in there? Maybe I put no, it in there. I put a different <laughs> of yours. <laughs> did I? I? Put, yeah, I put, no, I put um, a post about, uh, one of your 9-11 posts. I shared into the. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. It had nothing to do with the boo. Oh, yeah, no, I did. I shared that one. Tony Trash posted in the vent. <laughs> Fucking it. No shame. You know what? I, I don't give a shit. Anybody that needs to know knows. The rest of them, fuck them. Cody, what are you doing over there? Nobody knows what he do. Well, I followed your advice and started scrolling, and I came across fucking this cuties movie, and like I'm just fucking disgusted at this point, dude. Oh, that's a pretty shocking uh, thing, and I, I don't know if the tweet was real. It was from Netflix. It's like, to be fair, not all our content has got pedophilia in it or something. I don't think that's real. I don't think a business could get away with saying something like that. What's your, I think, take, what's your take on something like this, though? It's like a there's a lot of. I mean, this is like this is like clear like trying to desensitize this shit yeah because it's like what is the the premise of the movie is like a twerking thing right they took like dude i'm about to forge you guys this this is like it's not dancing it's kids twerking is that correct like uh, yeah and like she's she's sitting here like slapping their fucking like it's fucking disgusting like they're what the fuck yeah i watched the trailer if you see see your kids doing this you'd you'd freak the fuck out yeah no so i have so i have (laughs) tony i know this this could be a concern for you because your daughter just entered dance obviously it's not it's not dance like this, but they've been over the years, man. I remember like my sister used to do pageants and then um, my niece became like a cheerleader and they've definitely like tried to push the limit of like how I'm not going to say sexualized it is, but how, how, um, how much more mature they try to make the girls look at younger ages. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I have no concern over it. And I think that this, this thing is being construed the wrong way by a lot of people. I don't think it was meant the way it's coming off. Well, yeah. just watch that video I just sent over. I think oh, you'll... Yeah. <laughs> okay, I will. I will because I, I've, list, I've listened to many breakdowns of this by many people and I understand what it is on his face. They failed with the the poster and the, the, the advertising on Netflix. Got it. But if you watch and listen... I, I haven't watched it, but I've listened to many people break it down. Yes, there's some horrible shit in it, but the purpose of it is exploiting it to end this shit. Hmm. No, nobody in the right mind is made. I don't. I doubt anybody on Netflix said, "Yeah, let's push this child porn." 
You know what I mean? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know, dude. I think the right dollar amount probably could make him post this shit. Calling it, I mean, whoever started calling it child porn, I'd say that's a bit egregious because I, I mean, to my knowledge, there aren't like naked kids running around in there. But um, but it's definitely like you don't want to see them sexualize little girls. I guess it's pretty. Like I said, there's a lot of people pushing. Uh, this is like full blown like stripper twerking, though, man. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't want to see girls that young in like a car to be. I mean, like, I'm she's not sitting saying, here I'm not like saying, right? sitting here like patting this chick's this chick's ass like fucking. Like all this shit's just like I don't know. None of this to me is like so I trying to put an egregious end to all of it. Like I don't it's know. not it's not in our country either. Let's put that out there. Oh, it's not here. No, no, no. it was filmed in Paris or something, dude. That's what I'm saying. Everybody's thinking, oh, New York, America is all this. Shit. No, first of all, dickhead. It wasn't even filmed here. Who's it getting watched by though? Who cares? It's a you're you're you're. I'm not going to get an argument about it, but that's my opinion on it. That's my, yeah. I don't know. So I haven't watched any of the video and I don't know enough about it, but yeah, you're right. I mean, all I've seen is what Facebook has shown me. Right. And again, I think it speaks to a larger issue. Like whenever you see shit on Facebook, you're going to have somebody who's pretty, pretty adamantly against it. But the I, girl, the girl is in another country. Her father's out of the picture out actually getting a second wife to bring home during this whole thing. And then at the end of it, the girl ends up, realizing holy shit i'm turning into a fucking hoe and the girl tries to break herself away from it she's i think they said that the ending the same thing yes okay i don't know i don't know anything about this i mean i'll tell you where i got it i listened to an hour and a half of ben shapiro diagnosing it so you tell me he was lying that's fair because if it was bad, I mean, if it was really, really bad, he would, you know, he's not, he's pretty uh, sensitive to those type of things. I don't know, man. I definitely think it's an awkward thing though. Yeah. Especially with all the weird pedophilia shit that is clearly opening up right now, you know, like, yeah. I don't know, man, Cody, I'm with you though. Like it's pretty yeah. egregious, I think, or at least so I've heard or what I'm being told. That's the issue is like, um, and I, and we've mentioned this so many times, man, is like all the shit that feeds us this information into our brain. It's like, it's very like you took the time, Tony, obviously to listen to somebody else who actually watched it or digested it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's particularly conservative. So it's interesting that he would have that take on it because this is sort of a, it's at least online, it's being painted as like a right wing attack on this video, which yeah. because they're generally more conservative and, and sort of risk adverse when it comes to um, kids and how they behave. So I don't know, man, but also it definitely exposes like there's, there's clearly, um, some perversion in society now that is becoming more and more normalized. And, and it definitely tends to start in sort of that Hollywood, Hollywood, I think across the centuries since it's whenever and ever in its existence has always sort of pushed that limit. Right. Mm-hmm. It's always sort of um, normalized where <clears throat> things are going. But I think you cross a line when you start including kids, man, that's just me in any isn't fashion. The, you know? Isn't the producer director, whatever, even a woman. I really don't even know. I believe so. Again, I don't, I don't know enough about this to have a, a, I mean, I know the, I guess I get the idea. Again, when you start talking about kids, though, I start to get pretty risk adverse. Yeah, it's fucking disgusting. I won't watch it. I'm just, like I said, telling you what I've heard on the issue. I think if you need to watch a movie about, <laughs> to realize the outcome is being a hoe, then like that's just a parenting issue at that point like my thing is like dude if you're if you're an adult and you're on instagram twerking or you're on fucking tiktok or whatever fuck shaking that ass and letting them titties bounce man that's on you <laughs> right you're right. an adult you're a consenting adult at that right. point. Like, yeah cody nailed it cody nailed it that's a parenting issue why the fuck are your kids watching this shit but the way the way so the way i digested it at first was this was being billed as sort of like a, a moms of dancing and all that shit like dance moms 
No, right. except they were twerk moms. And it, like, Listen, it's I watched I watched the trailer yesterday. Patch, I, patch I heard moms. about it, and I was I was curious as to what the fuck it was even about. Yeah. And it's basically like this girl's in a family where they have some sort of religion where they're supposed to like cover themselves up, and she doesn't want she wants to like branch out and hang out with well, her kids her own age. And they're in this competitive dance bullshit that does mm-hmm. that stuff. So that's another thing, man. When you live in like a sort of oppressive, um, an oppressive type of family environment, like you're going to be more prone. If you don't agree with it, you'll be more prone to get completely outrageous. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Tony, you remember all the Amish kids like outside of New York or like near our towns? Like when they would like those some like I lived out there for a while. Like yeah. those kids go fucking bananas. Like Rumspringer oh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, when they when just all of them when they get they do the Rumspringer, but I'm just saying like they're they're all prone to like um when they get exposed to some some interesting things, dude. They take it to a whole next level type stuff. Yeah, they do a ball like out. alcohol. <laughs> anything man anything they can get their hands on because you know a lot of them it's interesting though because in that regard a lot of them when i'm going back i'm just saying like when you're oppressed and i've seen this real time like in iraq like those people do some crazy shit because they, you know they're they're under such an oppressive religion their lifestyle right same with some of the mormon kids i see around here it gets pretty wild you know yeah the shit that they're willing to do um they just start really pushing the envelope man yeah so who can take what, it to the next level and yeah, who can I go can further so I could see where um, some of this shit would stem from, but yeah, this the whole thing I think is kind of weird. I think it's worse because it's coming out during a time, at least in yeah. our country, it's coming out during a time where we're just finding kids all over the country right now. But right. still, nobody's talking about that, right? But to I, make a movie on that shit, well, except for the right, more right leaning ish people or people who are at least looking at uh, news on both sides of the fence, right? Um, which I do. I have multiple feeds from all sides. People wouldn't ever give me credit for it because I don't. I don't tend to push much left stuff. But um, I've I've tried to get my Facebook feed to balance out so that I don't get overwhelmed with one side or the other. Um, I'm not sure how well it's working, but it just is what it is, you know. But yeah, I don't know, man. I think it, it came out in a crazy weird time, you know, where everybody yeah. really, at least people, you know, the people that are watching are really sensitive right now to any type of child anything man mm-hmm. you know? and i'm a you know i'm a father of kids dude and anyone who isn't i mean you don't have to have kids to think that some of this shit's fucked up but at the same time you know it does hit home a little more sometimes you know when you're you know because you're able to you're able to look at them and kind of like see what it would look like and be like i don't want that <laughs> it's not hard to associate someone else's kid as being your kid you know what i mean like yeah. i see my kids and every kid i come across one way or right. the other like well, I mean, it should just come down to, I, I don't want to see somebody that would dance the way they would in a Nicki Minaj or a Cardi B fucking music video when they're 12 or 11. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. So, fucking, that WAP song is fucking brutal, man. You'll never heard it. <laughs> oh, my God. Wings and pizza? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. That's what WAP means to me, man. Wings and pizza, bro. <laughs> I love it. Don't bring that nasty shit around here. I mean, whatever, dude. I mean, it is what it is. Like, what what would you expect out of someone who apparently was a stripper at one point in her life, though? You know what I mean? That's fine. That's her. She that's was sophisticated enough to have a conversation with Joe Biden, though. Was that even? <laughs> I mean, Joe Biden can't have a conversation with anyone. You know? Yeah. I'd give Cardi more credit for sitting down with Bernie than I would Biden. I think. Biden's I think a fucking limp noodle at this point, dude. I don't even think Cardi could get him going. <laughs> I can't I think believe it took five people to write that song. 
My new favorite Biden, my new favorite Biden meme is the one with Rogan and all the UFC commentators. And it's like when Biden completes a full sentence oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all going wild. They're like, ah, you've got some prominent voices starting to really question Joe Biden, though. It was Joe Rogan. who was like, man, this dude's like a fucking flashlight. His battery's going dead. Like, yeah. <laughs> got to bang it every now and then. <laughs> Joe Rogan is like very good at sort of staying middle of the road. But right. he's definitely he's, I would definitely say he's a little more left leaning. And he's outright said, like, Bernie is a guy that I could, I could vote for. But also, he has the benefit of actually sitting with Bernie Sanders and talking to him for more than a three-minute audio bite or whatever. You know, like, right. we could learn a lot about anyone. All of us could if we could sit with people and actually talk to them. We're, we're just exposed to selective audio bites, right? So he said, yeah, I could definitely see, um, you know, I, get, I understand more about, you know, Bernie Sanders rather than just, ah, oh, fucking you- billionaires are bad, you know, like all that shit or whatever, like, you know. Do you think the politicians want it like that, though? Or do you think they want to be talking? I, I think you're, you take a risk either way. Right. Because it could Cause, be a good audio bite or it could be a really bad one. Yeah. You never know how you're going to be perceived. But that's the nature of it. Um, that's, that's just how it is. You know, you don't have fucking people doing uh, massive speeches and shit like they used to, right? Like riding Which down. they have a better platform than ever to do it with. And that's where I'm kind of confused. Yeah. You know, they could be... They could be making their own. What prevents them from making a YouTube channel? Is it kind of like in the Marine Corps where like in the Marine Corps, you can't have a YouTube channel or be monetizing something off of it? Or because I know there's like some weird like uh, restriction there. And so I don't know if there's something because that's where I just get confused is you've you've got more opportunity than ever to get your message out there. And the only one you really see trying to do it is really Joe Jorgensen. <laughs> you know, she's at her social media is flooded with like. Mm-hmm videos and lengthy videos with full speeches and and uh i just wonder when that stuff starts getting pushed and i know that's something i'd be advocating for if i was them unless it's they want to keep it to the 30 seconds because in biden's instance that's all he can get out you want to hear biden talk for more than 30 seconds <laughs> yeah uh, well, no, i would love to hear him talk for more than 30 seconds i'm saying I think it's I'm, I'm definitely saying in the future i would like a more um i i kind of get what cody's saying i would like to see people um Tulsi Gabbard like goes live on open Facebook. themselves up and expose themselves a little bit more. Tulsi, Let us find out what they're really about. Yeah, so, <laughs> Tulsi, Tulsi goes live on Facebook all the time and she'll have, she'll have pretty long unfiltered uh, conversations. Right. And Crenshaw, um, he, yeah. tends to, he tends to film his stuff. I don't know how often he goes live, but, um, but as far as the monetation, monetization and all that stuff, Cody, I have no idea. I don't, I don't see why you couldn't have a YouTube channel. They're allowed to get on any platform to push their message. Right? Yeah, they could do as, whatever they want. As far as monetizing it, though, for political gain, there's obviously rules. So you'd have to look at that federal law, whatever that federal law is. Just a donation cap, isn't it? There's a lot of donation rules. But if, you, if, you, if you're a politician and you create a platform for yourself and then monetize it and feed it back into your campaign, I don't see why that would be wrong. I don't think you could do that. I don't know what the I don't know what the law says. I think all the I think all campaign funds need to be raised by donation. Okay, so you're not monetizing through um, YouTube, but you could still put a click button there. You know, yeah, yeah. It's like a link to like a Patreon or something. Oh, I have no idea, but it's like uh, I don't even know what the fuck you just said. But they you can put you know so like my like uh, my buddy Robbie he's he's became a. Uh, an of- oh yeah, yeah. official like like when you become an official uh nonprofit, let's say social media 501c3 like, yeah so your social media accounts change 
and it, there there becomes that donate button exactly. or something. Gotcha. You can validate. You can bet and validate yourself. So you're giving them a reason to bet you. So it's like getting a blue check without getting a blue check. So you know, I don't even know if people really even know what all that means. Like, you know, if you're following if you're following uh, whoever your favorite person is, right? So let's say let's say Billy jumps on and follows fucking uh, some famous Mets. What's that fucker's name? Cepedis or whatever? I don't know. Whatever. Some famous baseball player. If it doesn't have a... Fuck off. If it doesn't have a blue check next to it, it could be some other asshole who's just using his image and... Oh, like the the verified check? Exactly. So Cespedes could have 35 accounts, but if you're not following the one that's verified, you're following some asshole who's just trying to to capitalize on Cespedes' name, right? I mean, like... And then there's some other major accounts that have popped up where, like... Okay, so like I follow golf. I love golf. Tiger Woods has all his platforms, and then there's some other jack wagon who's built up, and I don't even know if anyone knows who the dude actually is, but he seems to be able to follow Tiger literally everywhere. It's called Tiger Tracker. So he made this massive account, but he, he literally, if Tiger Woods hits a golf shot, this guy is tweeting about it. Like he, you know, he has an account that literally follows every single thing that Tiger Woods does in the game. And that becomes like a prominent account. So people do that. And actually, I mean, Tony Finau has one now right here in Utah where they literally follow They follow every shot the kid takes. You know what they called them before social media started? Stalkers. That's true. That is true. Now stalking is like normal. It's a profession. You're Finau's, aren't you? No. Yes, you are. No, he no Finau is his motherfucker. No, he has a son that's the same age as my son, and they play in the same golf tournament, bro. Coincidence. Yeah, I just yeah. I'm sorry. I just moved to Utah, where he's from. Sorry, and his kid plays golf. I guess his kid. Woo! Have you ever seen him? I'm pretty sure he's playing that day that I was watching. Okay, listen. Tony Finau's son's name is Dracy Boy. He's like seven or eight years old. He plays in the same bracket. He plays in the top echelon of the tournaments that my son plays. Tony's got like four kids. I'm pretty sure I saw him play that one day because there was a kid that almost killed us. And we were 300 yards away. Yeah, Dracy was out there. No, you saw – so you saw Dracy's cousin. Oh, okay. His name is uh, his name is Neil, and he's actually from Hawaii. But they're related. Yeah. That kid could hit. <laughs> yeah, he could hit. That uh-huh. little fucker comes from Hawaii in, the, in, the, in those months to play, in the summer months to play here, and then they <laughs> go back because this whole – you know, um, the, the island thing in Utah is strange. It's usually religious-based, but a lot of them have – they have family on both sides, right? So they come mm. back and forth. I don't stalk Tony Fino. It just happens that I'm fortunate enough to live in the same state and our kids play in the same tournaments. It's funny. I like How are those uh, Coors Light seltzers? I'm digging it right now, bro. I'm on it. Yeah. Right yeah. I still, where are you, Cody? And why isn't your fucking webcam on, by the way? <laughs> yeah. So I was going to get them today. Give but... you, I'll give you the numbers. 90 calories, four and a half, four and a half percent alcohol by volume. Um, so it's like the Corona seltzers. Two carbs, two grams. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, total sugar, two grams. So I, it stacks up with all the rest of them, and flavor-wise, it's pretty good. Yeah. Is and that the – what is that, mango? This is – I got it. Yeah, that's why I like them is uh, I can deal with the half percent alcohol thing, but I, I'm looking for variety packs, which because I'm in Utah, I can't find in anything else unless I'm up on base, and I don't tend to drive up there unless I have to. But also, these guys, they're driving this as like a restoring our rivers. So they're conserving water right now. And the thing about Coors is like Coors is one of the only um, non like craft beers or whatever that only distills or only makes their beer in the U.S. Like they don't have, it's a pure U.S. beer because of the water in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like Budweiser has like, you know. As they're getting their, their water from one location. Yeah. Budweiser has like brewer, you know, a distillery in fucking Wuhan. 
You know what I mean? Like they can make Budweiser literally fucking anywhere. And I'm talking about the red can, the old school Budweiser that gives everybody headaches. Which I, I got a thirty rack of that shit at the at the tournament the other day. I'm gonna have to give that to somebody. <laughs> I can't drink that stuff. Of wait, of what? But like legit red can Budweiser, the old school uh, oh shit Budweiser, dude. I cannot drink that. What like, do they call oh, them? Really? Bud heavies or whatever. Those things make me want to cry. I just I don't even. What? I'm yeah, still wait, I'm still trying to find the damn. I'm still trying to find the damn numbers on that platinum seltzer. Eight percent alcohol. I'm a little excited I, to try. That. I thought I saw him. I thought I saw him the other day. I was walking around. I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> Cody, you said your guys shelf the idea of a seltzer, though, right? Yeah, I, I think that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna come back. Everybody's fucking making them, man. Like uh, Shiner just made theirs and came out with theirs, so I'm sure we'll, we'll massive, follow suit. Dude, it's a massive portion of the market. I think somebody hit it. Somebody made it, and it took off. I don't think they yeah. it to take off. And to be honest, like the guys, the guys that drink it that I've talked to, it's really about calories, man. Honestly, mm-hmm. everyone, I don't care who you are. Everyone has become a slightly bit more calorie conscious. Right. And like not many people want to starve themselves all day so they can have beers later on if they're, if they're counting calories. Right. Mm-hmm. So you feel a little more comfortable fucking slaying some seltzers, whatever brand you choose. You know, my thing is like, Tony, didn't you say the seltzer that you're on is like fucking sugar free? Yeah, the odd sides. That, I, that's the thing I don't understand. How is that even possible? Well, wait, you taste it, man. You're gonna. I'm you, just saying, like, alcohol is fucking based around sugar. That's what makes the alcohol. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, Cody, maybe you could tell us, but I, I find that a little fucking interesting. Wait, are you talking about those red, white, and blue? Uh... Well, there's all kind. Yeah, those are the bomb pop ones. But dude, there's all kinds of. I got lemonade, pink lemonade, pineapple, mango, bomb pop. I mean. All kinds of different flavors. I was fucking pounding the white call lemonade ones at the lake last weekend. I was, yeah. Dude, I got fucking hammered. I had like a 12-pack or a six-pack of the white claw, white claws and just was dumping vodka in every drink. <laughs> I mean, so like, it's getting fucking wild. That sounds what people, like what people are doing is they're giving it that ass. They're kicking the ass with a little shot, right? Well, just yeah. like isn't there one like high noon? It actually has vodka in it already. Probably. So like, you can buy it with vodka in it. There's a couple of tequila companies making them now too. High noons are awesome, dude. That's I just awesome. like this is gonna be it's gonna be around for a while and it's like Hack saying it. Everyone's looking for that better for you type mm-hmm. drink. You know, if you can cut some carbs through through beer and just drink a white claw or whatever, then do that. Yeah, well, you don't feel as full yeah. when you drink. Yeah, seven or eight of these either you definitely don't and but it hasn't it hasn't steered me away from having a beer or two at dinner or something you know well and then the hangovers are like non-existent too <laughs> holy fuck dude i was watching all the right moves yesterday and he was drinking a beer in a plastic cup from a keg and i was like fuck i missed that <laughs> <laughs> it's very strange i was like oh shit because i remember what it tastes like and i'm like damn dude i was pounding stones last weekend keystone Keystone Light. They were oh at uh, the, the golf course. We were at. They were dollar fifty a can. Our distributor was just selling Keystone kegs for thirty bucks. <laughs> so t- I, I bought like six of them at the golf course, and then for our party we had on Labor thirty dollars for a keg. Fuck yeah, it, buy some stones. <laughs> that's cheap. That sounds super cheap. And of course, like coincidentally, it's right when like TCU's back at school. So, what the fuck is the deposit? Like fifty cents? Well, no, you still got to pay the full keg deposit. Oh, okay. They're just running close to close to code, so they gotta dump it. And they got kegs in the city. Is that a serious question? Kegs everywhere. Yeah. Never. You ever have the Bud Light the keg ball? 
Is that a shot at Billy? Did I just miss a shot at Billy? <laughs> I think he attempted. He anytime, you, anytime you say city, I just assume you're referencing Billy. <laughs> he didn't of adjust. It was a shot at Billy. He didn't adjust for the wind and he missed. So, <laughs> yeah, um, you, actually, you actually can't get kegs in Utah. That's gay. Like oh. if I had a if I had a keg writer, I would be it would be empty. <laughs> like, yeah, oh shit! Go to Idaho. Utah's fucking. Many. I tell you, man, we need to catch up with that. The church is behind when it comes to alcohol. There's a lot worse shit out there. Well, what's funny is if you read the history, a lot of it, like Brigham Young, um, the, my favorite restaurant, you remember that restaurant I went to? That's the walls covered in whiskey. Mm-hmm. So he, Brigham Young is like one of the founding guys of, of the church as they know it inside Salt Lake City. Like he, he helped establish this. He would go to that street um, to get his alcohol. That's why it's called whiskey. That was his whiskey street. Hmm. But uh, they didn't stop the, the church here didn't stop alcohol I think until like the fifties I can't remember what my boss said but fifties or sixties is when they they steered away from alcohol for the longest time it was okay and then they then they got rid of it but the the laws are sort of catching up um, because it's you know it's increasingly becoming more liberal and and let's not forget that inside Utah we have a two billion dollar alcohol industry Ooh. so I mean you you can't tell me that. You know, only forty percent of the population, because I think right now it's about sixty forty broadly across the state. Only forty percent of the fucking population is doing a two billion dollar. You guys me. are fucking partiers, man. Don't don't want me into you guys. Don't ever say you guys when it comes to Utah. That might have jumped up when we when we showed well, up. That was that was like the good the good percentage of it at least, right? By by that percentage, I'm saying it's sixty percent in the church, forty percent out of the church. Right, and you're, and you're in the forty. So if they're saying that the, their church members don't drink alcohol, but you still have a two billion dollar industry, that's a stretch. That forty percent of the population of the state promotes a two billion dollar alcohol industry in a state that has roughly three point five million people, which is less than half of what Billy has in Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> in the shitty, the shitty. So you just saw that I won. I won. A, I had a. I had a victory there, right? I just want to put it on the air. Yes. The city suburb debate has been won, and I have lost. I can't believe that it's taken me this long to to come with that approach. But you know, it was good. It was like some fucking Confucius type fucking question you asked me. (laughs) I mean, I don't know why it took me so long to say that, but I said it, and I finally put the damper on the, you know, the thing. The kibosh. The kibosh. Oh man! Did you guys watch the NFL on Thursday? <laughs> I'll, talk to, I'll talk to you guys in a few minutes. Yeah, Spy Tony. Tony, you don't even bother, right? Okay. No, nope. so actually, I did not watch the game, the, the early part of the game. I watched the end part of the game, but I didn't see any of the opening ceremonies because, again, I'm just going to stick to the principle that I don't feel like whatever message it might be, I don't want it in sports. It's just me, mm-hmm. um, because I just don't feel like anything actually happens, right? I don't feel like so I guess from what I gather like they did like this unity thing where both teams came came together like one team stayed in the locker room for the national anthem one team one team came out right. like a couple people stood a couple people kneeled like it's I sound, think only one did it sounded like it was like done in in sort of good taste you know you know where it wasn't just a complete shit show of people like fucking doing whatever they want my only issue is and especially after I talked to Josh Josh Holyfield was a episode that just came out on Friday Mm. Um, he made a really great point. It's like, what, what are you actually doing, man? You know, like what, like, yep. 
what do what you, you know, these guys, like, I appreciate the fact that they have a platform. You know, you know me, I'm adamant about First Amendment. I believe in it wholeheartedly. But I don't think you're achieving anything by, like, just standing with your arms interlocked on a football field. Mm-hmm. Football players do that anyways, you know, because they, they're unified in their sport. Um, but these guys have legitimate platforms. Many of them have a lot of money. Many of them have foundations. Like, go do something. You know what I mean? Like, go actually do something. Uh, I'm sorry, man. It's the same. Like, this is in my everyday life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've never. I've been. I've been called upon many times to do like the 22 push-up challenge, and like, I'm not. I'm not above it. Like, it's just like, what? What is that doing for anyone? You know, I don't get it. So I'm. A, I just want to be more about action and and like outside and 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 these guys are gonna ruin the platform that they have by by really politicizing this shit. You know, right. like. I don't know, man. Billy, I don't know. You watch a lot of sports. You take in, you well, consume I, more sports than most. I watched it the other night, and I thought it was interesting. I they only showed one guy that was kneeling, and he had his arm up, uh, yeah. kind of like what's his name in the Olympics in the sixties. Uh, mm. I forget his fucking name, but I, I got to give it to the Texans for staying in the locker room. But the, the reason they did it is because they didn't want to show any one player on that team favoring one way or the other about it. So that's why they decided to stay in the locker room. That's my that's just, that's my point too. Is like, you know, you could divide your own team, you know, in that in that regard. Mm-hmm. And like, did they do the black national anthem thing or whatever they? No, did? I don't. I don't. There was no song before the national anthem. It was just like a. Is that a like real a, thing? It was like a two minute video. Yeah, I didn't even know if that was like a real thing. Yeah. But then they just put terms in the in the end zone and racism. Yeah. Like everyone agrees with that. Okay. Right and racism. Yeah, yeah. Woo. let's do Fuck it. racism. Yeah, and then to go to go back to your point about actually doing something yeah. using their platform, the two quarterbacks in that game are the two richest players in the NFL right now. Exactly, Watson and Mahomes are worth. Which, they just signed like seven hundred million dollars worth of both contracts. Oppressed as fuck. Both of which are African American or of African American descent, right? Right. Yeah. And now, now Deshaun Watson is like. He's incredible. He does a lot of great things, like especially during the floods during Houston. Yeah. That's my point is that kid, he like went and found some workers at the stadium and like donated like some of it, almost his, his whole first paycheck or some shit to some lady who like lost everything, right? That's yeah. a man of action. Like, Mahomes too, dude. But didn't Mahomes yeah, do a yeah, bunch of no, shit? Mahomes in his off time just randomly, he just builds homes for veterans. Yeah. No big deal. You know, yeah. like just quietly goes out and builds a house or two for vets like in his off time. That's the shit we need to be doing. I mean, and, and, you know, the reason why they pay attention to it is because he is the quarterback. But when they're just interlocking arms on the field, that means dick. It, it absolutely means dick to anyone. You know, look at what J.J. Watt did when the, when the fucking those uh, floods came. That motherfucker mm-hmm. raised bajillion dollars. Like, like $25 million or something. Fucking heartbeat, though. He <laughs> yeah. did it, like, in a week. Yeah. Well, and, he, and he actually changed people's lives, right? Or like talk talk about the football player in Baltimore. He was a football player, right? Who's now a teacher, and he like he like used his platform and influence to like get a school AC because for like a decade it had no AC or some shit. Mm-hmm. That's a man who really did something. He really used his platform to change something. I just think that's where we should be. I'm sorry, you know. Again, I'm a, I'm a free speech guy, man. I always have been, and none of this stuff has ever really bothered me. It's just you know, action, man. You got to you got to actually do something. I just found it weird when they did that because I was watching with wifey and I was like, 
what's the point of doing this interlocking arm unity thing when 10 minutes from now something's going to be said on the field, football is a, a naturally violent sport, and they're just going to start fighting each other anyway. <laughs> yeah, they're, you know they're slurring each other and shit both ways. Yeah. Oh, yeah, with the N-word all fucking game. It's part of the sport. It always happens. Yeah. And they actually throw – I know the refs actually have started – in the last couple of years have started throwing flags at, at people for saying shit like that. They do. Yeah. They actually do. Um, but, yeah, you're right, man. I mean, it's it's pretty pretty off the charts, man. I don't know. I just – yeah, I just um, you know, you got you got guys like LeBron who've like built schools for people. Fifty Cent built schools, like a, he built a school so kids could go to. Like that's the kind of shit I'm talking about. That's what you should be doing. Um, but bringing it onto the court, all you're doing is limiting your platform because it's it's shown across the board. The ratings are down on every single sport. So maybe rethink about that. Except for yeah. except for golf. Golf has always been um, like a charitable sport. It's always been based around charity, and I'm not saying that they don't they don't um, they don't have like messages. They just tend not to do it on the on the course. They tend to wait until they have the media's attention after the fact, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't know, man. I, I mean, yeah, bro. I don't know. It's the same with fighters. Fighters rarely ever like build up their fight based on some some platform. You know, they wait until after they win or lose, and then they and then they voice whatever is next for them. You know, so and, your boy won last night. Yeah, dude, he fucking he smoked that bitch like in nice. <laughs> more to come on that. We'll have an episode with him here after the fact. So yeah, he did good. Is it uh, is it isn't Patty Mix fighting tonight or something or Patchy Mix? Yeah, Patchy. I don't know the kid. He's from he's from our hometown. He's fighting for a yeah. world title. Kind of a big deal. Um, some guys hit me up when I streamed Kyle's fight last night. Um, you know, there's a UFC on tonight. There's a Bellator on tonight. I'll try to go back and forth. I'll probably watch the Patchy Mix fight just because it's a local kid. Yeah. And I know his coach, I, I mean, his coach or wrestling coach, at least Dennis Brown. I mean, I kind of grew up with that kid or at least I, he may have been you know, a little younger than me, but yeah, I know I knew him, you know, I think he's a cop, but also, uh, yeah, apparently he teaches, you know, he coaches this kid and sounds like this kid's super loyal. Usually when they, when they start fighting for world titles, they've, they've usually had to, have, had to have moved on at that point and go to other gyms, but it sounds like um, he's maintained some hometown people, which yeah. is, you know, just in that fact alone, I'll, I'll look into whatever he's got going on. So, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, it's interesting, man. Like, just to keep on the sports trend, like, they keep saying uh, golf has – I watch a lot of golf, man. I consume golf all day long, especially now that the season's, like, back. They keep saying golf was, like, the first one to like get it kind of figured out and like create their bubble and all this uh, bullshit, dude, the mixed martial arts, specifically the UFC has been, they've been running it yeah. damn near ever since. And no one's given them fucking credit for it. And it's like, hello folks. This is one of the biggest awesomest, like fucking prime, like real sports right now. It's on the, you can't deny it. It's on ESPN. It's at, it deserves its level amongst all the other professional sports. And they, they're not giving them enough attention and for the work that they've done. Yeah, because when they when they annoying, you know, when like, they came back, they were actually like fighting. <laughs> when no, golf came back, it was just like yeah, little so fucking tournaments of like really, playing like horse, you know. They really, they really weren't. Um, UFC only got shut down for like maybe a month, man, before they kind of figured it out, and they actually never had to shut down. Dana White had it figured out in time, and then it was like the the people at ESPN and and ultimately I think Disney that owns it that asked him to stop, and then they figured it out and wound up getting cleared to go hot, you know, before so. Give credit where credit's due, man. I mean, I think um, I feel like golf in its own right, because it has so many people on the course at one time, probably deserves a little credit too for this whole bubble idea. Right. But uh, but fuck them, UFC's been doing it better. 
I'm interested to see how the Mets do tonight because they they won 18 to one last night, and right now it's zero zero. It usually means they're going to lose the next one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'll lose one nothing. Like, well, it'll, yeah, it'll either be like one nothing or like eleven to five. You know? <laughs> I don't get it, but that's kind of how it goes. It's strange. Well, the thing is, is the whole Degrom pitch yesterday, and the, the whole thing with him is for like the last three years, every time he pitches, they don't hit for shit, which is why he's won Cy Youngs with only like eleven wins. You know. Yeah. So like last night that it was eighteen to one and me and my buddies were like, What are they making up for the last three years? Like <laughs> Oh man. I'm glad sports are back on. It's been a welcome distraction and I can in my life for sure, like I can legitimately say. Um other than I was back in my office for the first time, I had news on a little bit, but I I wasn't even really paying attention to it. It's just sort of background noise. Um sports have prevented me from getting sucked back into the the newsy Oh yeah. You know, type stuff. How's how's that being back at the office? I'm not back for good. It was just that one week. Like, here's yeah. the thing. Here's what I don't understand. I'm gonna vent about this a little bit. Nice. I haven't been in my office for months. Le- legitimately, haven't. Like for a while, I was doing like one. Remember, I was like doing one or two days, and then I would come home and work for whatever. I think that that ended in March. So yeah. I haven't really been back for any substantial amount of time since March. So, um, we we've always had we've always known about this inspection i guess in our in our little fucking mind's eye we just assumed that it would get canceled because it's a bit ridiculous but then they got rid of all the travel restrictions right so they were like fuck it we're going to come anyways and we're like okay this doesn't make any fucking sense i haven't been in my office in months now you're going to fly guys out from dc which is still relatively warm we'll say with covid depending right. on where you fall in the cup <laughs> and then they sent these guys to and it's like we we're, we're mandated here in Utah to have like a 75% in office ratio or some shit, which because I'm a civilian basically leaves me out, you know, because we have often like operations officers that actually have to do military shit. Um, yeah. And then we're just all, all of a sudden right back in the office, like nothing ever happened with fucking inspectors, you know, going through all our programs. And I'm like, this is the, you, you know, you're, this doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Uh, whatever, man. I, I mean, I, I'm proud of the team that I work for and with and we killed our inspection regardless it was just really strange it doesn't make any sense like the shit that we're doing it really doesn't and then what now back to your house yeah dude yep <laughs> until, until what january i fuck I, I have no idea bro i really don't <laughs> that's awesome so it's a fake it till you make it type situation <laughs> i don't know dude i don't know what i mean obviously if we have an inspection and they're spending money on bringing guys out from dc we got it we're, we're obligated to be there right but um that was the strangest thing dude i really don't know um, I'm not exactly concerned about it because um, I can kill my job from, you know, from right. fucking, I could fuck, dude, I could, I could just be a rover, dude, legitimately just drive wherever, wherever I want, whenever I want. I can do it either way, but um, I just don't get it, man. I don't understand. Uh, what are we saying when we do this stuff? You know, who knows anymore? <laughs> you know, I was just thinking about that today. I was driving around doing some errands and I was like, there's a lot of diners and places that have tables outside under tents and shit and i'm thinking to myself like on the island you could go and dine in but in the city you can't until i think the 30th now it's all silly dude it's all city but i'm sitting there and i'm thinking to myself this one place they're outside yeah and they didn't have masks on but the tables they couldn't have been more than like eight inches from each other and i'm like well what the fuck is the difference between that and just letting people eat inside or I mean, airplanes are fucking back to being packed now. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. You know, you know what gets me. So going back to school, I don't know what it is with y'all. Do, you, do your kids have to wear masks all day, Mark? 
Um, mostly, I think, yeah, there are a lot of times okay. at recess and stuff, but they're not in so, for a full day because of the mask. Okay, so why is it okay, at least out here, I don't know, out there, we can go to indoor dining. We have to wear the masks from the front door to the table. It's retarded. We, we can all take it off as soon as we sit down. Makes no sense to me. Okay, now we get up, we put the mask on, we walk out. My kid goes to school, he goes, sits down at his desk, he's still got to have his mask on there? Yeah, why is that not the same as, as a restaurant? Good fucking question. <laughs> and the thing yeah, is, kids are just making shit up as we go, man. Yeah. That's the American way. And if I, resilient to it, too, so I don't yeah. know. If I sneeze or cough at my fucking dinner table, isn't it not going to travel to the next table over? Yes, not unless you stand up. The COVID knows when you're at a bar past 10. It knows when you're sitting down at a table. It, it's smart. It's a smart. It knows bar. when you eat after midnight. But listen, man, I've talked about Fauci. The, I was gone on Fauci a long time ago. I'm not denying that the guy's a fucking incredibly smart man. But um, optics fucking matters to me, right? And it, yeah. This is a Marine thing. Motherfucker, if you tell me not to put my fucking hands in my pockets, I better not ever catch you with your right. hands in your pockets, right? Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a thing. Tony, we've talked about I know, we've talked about that many times. We do all kinds of really weird shit in the Marines, and it's always pissed me off. It's the and and again, I'm a I, I fucking I will attack people's hypocrisy. And I'm not saying I'm immune to it. I do dumb shit too, but I'll attack it at every second. Um so they lost me with Fauci a long time ago, but then you got uh Cuomo fucking running around New York, the worst hardest hit city or wherever yeah. he was in Albany or whatever, no mask, laughing at people, right? You got, fucking, you got Pelosi violating her own laws in California. I'm done, <laughs> dude. I'm fucking done with all so, this. So Trump, Trump was in Michigan the other day, right? Yeah. Biden was here the day before. There was, a, there was a picture put out on the internet of Biden shaking hands with some dude at the oh, governor's I office. Watched that, I watched that live. He got off his plane and shakes him dick bag's hand i'm like well okay it's out the window now no, this was this was a different picture inside <laughs> with fucking whitmer my governor standing right behind him with no fucking mask on yeah it, it's it's rules for thee not for me man yep so it's uh it's uh to be honest it's usually like left-leaning type of governments that are really um pushing the states and not following themselves i mean that that happened with whitmer's fucking husband with his boat and all that shit sounds a lot like hitler doesn't it exactly well, like that I want to go back to the football thing real quick. They showed a stat that said, I guess since like training started, they've given 64,000 plus tests yeah. and only five positive results. Yeah. And can I just say that Andy Reid's face mask shield thing? Was <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Have you seen the meme where it's like just all fucked up? What are you seeing right now? Someone was like, he needs Rain-X. <laughs> <laughs> NFL meme. A windshield wiper. NFL meme. What was it? Not worth. So he had a he had one of those fucking shields on, bro. Like and it like fit over the bi- the bill of his hat, like like he, a welding shield. Yes, yeah, <laughs> but he steamed it right out, right? So he steamed it out, so he couldn't even see. And then so the, now the memes are like they're drawing plays like on his face mask, like you know what I mean, like you know, or like we saw earlier we were watching. Uh, we were Lori and I were watching some of the Notre Dame game. Just I was wait, I was killing a little time. I don't normally watch them, but they're on. Um, we were killing time before I started this, and the and they're the, so the reporter and the guy were well well beyond six feet apart. The the reporter had no mask on. The other guy, the AD guy, granted he's a little older, probably a little more concerned, had a mask on, but his fucking glasses were fogged out. So like he's just sitting there basically blind, like doing a national interview with a fucking mask on. And I'm like, you're six feet apart, dude, and you have stands, you have you have fans with actual fans and students in them. 
Like they, that, some of these that was cool. Are, some of these yeah. places are letting limited amounts of people. Like there are seven NFL teams that are letting some fans to some capacity in the, in the thing. Yeah, the cowgirls are letting them play. Kind of weird though, like how football comes around and all of a sudden they they let start letting people yeah. in the stadiums. Oh, and the Chiefs are one of them. Right, dude. Okay, so you remember that movie, the concussion movie or whatever? I've never actually seen it. Oh, with Will Smith. Yeah, but he's saying like you know you're gonna go you're gonna go fight um you know you're gonna go fight against the NFL. He's like they have they own Sundays. That's the same day as the church. That's <laughs> Shit, if you really that's put true. that in perspective. That's a fucking, yeah. that's a big deal. Okay, yeah. so. And, and I've said it a million times. It's the almighty dollar, man. It drives absolutely everything. So, Except for when they see this past weekend when they do all their stunts like we've talked about. Well, so they said they said comparatively for the first NFL game of the year, ratings were down about 16%. That doesn't, from last year. From last year. For the NFL or in sports? For the, for the NFL on that first Thursday night game. Okay. Uh, but, no, the ratings are down. You know, 16% doesn't seem like a lot, but I would imagine like in, in, in the <laughs> – That's a lot when you, talk about NFL, when you talk about the NFL. That's a lot. Yes. And opening day. Exactly. The first game, the first pro game of the year, right? No, no fucking uh, preseason, any of that bullshit. People have been waiting for this for a long time, and it actually started on time. If you look at all the other seasons, right around 9-11, where almost always is when NFL starts. Like, we didn't get that in baseball. We didn't get that. You know, we took a huge delay in some of the other sports. Um, football is the, is become, has become the real American pastime. I, I mean, obviously, history tells us that baseball is that. But, not, but more people are watching football comparatively to baseball now. Uh, and their ratings are down 16%. That's a pretty massive hit. So, um, you know, I do got to hand it to the MLB though. For the like the first time in 19 years, they allowed New York baseball teams to wear FDNY, NYPD, paramedic, whatever hats on the 9/11 game without like finding them. That's good. They would never allow it. That's so weird that they wouldn't. And all of a sudden this year, they were like, okay. Yeah, it's strange. I mean, yeah, I just think um, some of these agencies and some of these organizations are realizing that we're maybe dividing ourselves even more by some of these stupid rules we put in place. Right. So, yeah. I mean, last time I checked, man, you know, nine 11 is a big deal to a lot of us. It changed, it changed everything for us. But last time I checked, there wasn't an area football player. There wasn't a baseball player on that day. None of them went into those towers. You know what I mean? Now, now Steve Buscemi, if you know who he is, he's that awkward ass actor that appears in all the fucking Adam Sandler movies. That motherfucker was a firefighter and bet your ass on nine twelve. His ass was on an engine working. Yep. You know? yep. So I'm just saying, like, you know, LeBron James didn't run his fucking ass in the towers. Like, you know, none of these people did. And if they could, it would have been well after the fact when things were basically safe. So let's not kid ourselves. Like, who who's more important? So let them wear a fucking hat, you know, on a 9-11 game, man. Especially in New York, of all places. Come right, on. Yeah. Come the fuck on, dude. You know? Yeah. yeah I mean, it's pretty asinine that they do otherwise. You know what's funny, though, is, like, it's chump change to these fucking people. You know, a lot of these players, like, who gives a shit if they get fined? They'll fucking pay eleven grand to wear a hat. And, you yeah, know, yeah. fucking ridiculous, dude. Minimum yeah. wage is like five hundred fifty thousand. If you're gonna find me twenty thousand because I wore a hat on nine eleven for NYPD, yeah, fuck no, you. Here's here's double that. You know, gonna, I'm gonna do it next year. They're gonna earn a lot more credibility by paying that fine and keeping their mouth shut than they are. You know, um, nah. oh well, they'll find me. I think it'd be cool just to watch them like pay the fine, but then like double down and be like, okay, since I got to pay you fuckers for this shit, I'm actually going to pay somebody that can actually do some good with the money some instead people, of just be an uh, asshole with it. No, I think some people have, but do you remember, you guys remember Randy Moss? Yep. That yeah. Fucker used to get fined all the time, but one time oh, yeah. he, he went and got um, whatever his fine was. He went and got enough dollar bills. 
to pay his fine and dollar bills just to fuck with people. <laughs> that guy is notorious. For like, I think that was the water ball squirt one where he fucking shot the ref with the water bottle. And they find him. Uh, um, yeah, he went and got that motherfucker done in dollar bills, dude, and was like, fuck. Or even, even if they're still going to fine him, the MLB, what they should do is be like, you know, we're going to fine our players, but what we're going to do is we're going to take that fine money and we're going to fucking donate it to the NYPD, the FDNY, whatever. I don't know what the rules but They are. didn't even do that. Yeah, I don't know what the rules are in fines, but yeah, a lot of those rules, a lot of it's fucking stupid, man. Oh, they're fucking stupid with uniforms. You know how the NFL is. If you don't have the yeah, fucking sock with two stripes instead of three or whatever. Yeah, I get it, man. I, I understand. Game go on the field. So I get it. As a professional organization, you got to have standards, man. I totally get it. But when you're talking about a, the one of the most catastrophic events in American history, mm-hmm. I got to say, like, that's a day where we're going to be like, yep, yeah, we'll just give you a little leniency here, fellas. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's only one day. <laughs> if you can designate a month, like, save the Tatas month and players are allowed to wear pink, like, maybe on 9 11, let's be, let's be real here. Maybe we can, you know. Now you got now now all bets are off, man. You got fucking NFL teams with rapist names on the back of their helmets, and yeah, they're selling. I, w- I only saw Brianna Taylor. I didn't see it's uh, out. There. It'll be out there. Trust me. Wait till the Saints play. You just haven't seen all the teams play. Wait till the Saints seem to be all over this fucking Jacob Blake kid for whatever reason. So just wait. It'll happen. It'll be annoying. And you know that's again. It's fucking people. People uh, cowering down because they don't want to be canceled. Right? Cancel culture. Well, real thing. It's, it's probably also because of. Breeze's dumb comment that he made a couple of months ago. Why was that dumb? He just said, like, I'll never respect people who don't respect the country. Why is that a dumb comment? It, I'm not saying it's dumb. I'm saying... So let me... I would all just, right, let me rephrase. Let me inter- intervene. I would just say it was only dumb when he backtreaded. When he, yeah. when he when he backtreaded or retracted what he said, that's what made it dumb. He's a right. I love Drew Brees. He, spent, he seems to have an affection for Marines. Um, so I've always cared about him. Well, he seems like, to do a lot for the people, too. Like, yeah, he does. He does a lot yeah. of things, and, and that's the thing. Especially in New Orleans. He didn't disrespect any one person or any color or any of that. He just said, like, I'm I, you know, I'm proud. Of, you know, I'm pr- I don't even remember exactly what he fa- said, but it was about the flag and veterans. Like, why is it? It was about, a- it was about his grandpa being there. Uh, what the fuck, dude? Now he's got a fucking rapist kid's name on his fucking helmet, dude. Think of the girl that that kid raped. She's going to have to watch that, you know, or see that or hear about that. Oh, um, I'm sure she ain't watching. Dude, in today's world, there's no way she's not going to know. It's all right. Kamala Harris is proud of him. Super proud. Super proud. Well, Biden, too. Didn't he say? Yeah, they've all, yeah, they've all said a lot Keep of fighting. I get that people hate Trump, but goddamn. Like, when do you, like, <laughs> when do you just accept what's going on in front of you? Like, Trump. you got Kamala Harris, who's openly believing Biden's accusers and has all this history, like, during this time, right? And that's what just makes it all so confusing. And it's like, when do you just recognize what's in front of you? And Dude, I've, been reading, I've been reading a lot lately. and I've, More specifically, I've been reading books um, that are like pretty telling with insider people that actually have access and information to some of these people like real time. And it's, it's really fucking crazy um, what these folks are willing to do um, just to maintain power or gain positions, man. It's insane. They're fucking delusional, dude. I don't even know if it's that, man. They just want to be in power, you know? Right, but... Power is very addicting, I would think. The result of that, I mean, I get people... I I was in an argument the other day with some bitch on Facebook. Saw that. I I even know. We got dragged into it. And uh, I, I posted some article. I can't even remember exactly what it was. 
but just complete refusal to even acknowledge. And it was from a left-wing source. I think it was something from the Post or something like that, Mm. Washington Post. Completely dismissed it. You missed the point. That doesn't prove anything. Okay. And then it was all of a sudden, boom. That's because you're an asshole. Of course. Of course. Let's keep going with it. Where's the racist? Come on now. Once they run out of like actual substance to argue with, then they just attack. They try to attack your character. Personal. They will not accept fact. Dude, I, so like I said, I've read a couple of books that have just actually been insanely profound. Um, most recently, this one by Dinesh D'Souza. And, yep. and I'll throw his name out there because this dude actually came from India. He lived under socialism. He was actually imprisoned by the Obama administration. He's basically an American immigrant who became a political prisoner. It's, it's actually fascinating. Trump pardoned him, you know, and said him like, and these, these are things I didn't even know about. This was just a talking head I saw on Fox News. He's written a whole bunch of other books that I need to go back and read. Um, yeah, it's fucking fascinating, man. And the, the revelations that he put in this book, it's just insane. Um, what, what is happening in this country and what people are trying to do to, to push their political agenda. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's, it's actually, it's, it's really scary. One cool thing that came out of it, though, is Dinesh got to go meet, him and his family got to go meet Trump in person in the Oval Office after the pardon and all that stuff, right? You know, Trump, you know, it was a pretty candid uh, description of what he, you know, he experienced with him. And Dinesh told Trump to, when he, when he leaves office to start his own news agency, what a fucking slap in the dick that would be, huh? Oh my God. I swear to you, I'll fucking quit my job and go find a way to work for that. <laughs> I'm just saying like some, in some capacity, maybe like, maybe by then, like our podcast will actually like, be like a weekend columnist whatever dude i'm just saying like they're saying like yo what a business venture right like seriously that could be insane and 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 you've spent decade at that point it'll be almost a decade if you include the time he spent before he became a candidate then a candidate then potus and then hopefully another four years you're looking at you're looking at potentially like a decade of talking about the fake news right and undermining the credibility of the news which he has successfully done in my opinion right He's exposed the news, lamestream media for what it is. It's fucking completely biased and owned by the left. That's fine. But what if you actually set up uh, a news agency? And I'm not talking about Fox News. Fox News was was always biased. They 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 were always coming out as a conservative outlet, mm-hmm. as as a reaction to the left, right? But what if you actually came out with a fucking real news agency that just was just news? Yeah. What if you did that? I think a lot of people, more than half the country, would be all over that. You know, uh, uh, I don't know, man. It would be interesting. I wonder how long could they maintain it, though. You know, that's what I'm saying. But I, I hope it's at least something that we see. I'm just saying because yeah. nothing would piss people off more. And I've and, and, and let's let's be real. If, if Vince McMahon tried the XFL for a second time, I think I think we'll see Trump news. I think we will. I legitimately think. Look at Bloomberg. Bloomberg. That's yeah. where he's made his fortune. It's all media and news, man. So yeah. Uh, it's biased as shit, though, you know, and they weren't even allowed to report on their own guy. So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I just think it's a, it, it was just a very intriguing point made in the book. That's all. Yeah. I would, I would watch it, you know. Oh, for sure. I would watch it. I would read it. I would uh, consume it, you know, and, I, and that means I could cut all this other garbage out of my life, you know, all the fucking agencies. I also think the only reason why, like, the news agencies have become the way they've came is because, like, obviously hate fuel, like, hate fuels. 
So as long as they, they well, do all, that. It's all about dollars. And, and inside this book that I just read, it even talks about the, the head of CNN mm-hmm. um, trying to reach out to Trump before he became president and like trying to court that relationship so that CNN could report on him a little more favorably. Hmm. And Trump didn't bite and didn't buy off on it. Basically said, fuck you. So now yeah, it's probably like a, that's now why you have CNN making the attacks that it makes. You know, now if that conversation would have went a little different, you know, CNN wouldn't be doing what it's doing. Right. Because the anti-Trump drives dollars, just like Trump, you know, Trump supporting drives dollars. So, right. But I don't think the head of Fox news went and tried to buy him. He didn't have to. That's the difference. right? He didn't, ha- he didn't have to, though, because he was, you know, he's already running on a conservative platform. Still, that's the difference. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's no Trump. Trump's not bought and sold. And that's why it didn't work. And that's why the left. That's why the media also meaning the left media attacked them all the time. They got so upset that they, they couldn't buy him. That's the and, thing. Then, and, and then they get upset when you say that they tried to buy him. The problem is Trump is a result of all their actions. And they, they yeah. seem to not realize that. Like Trump, Trump is in office purely because of all the right. weird shit they've been into. He is a direct reflection of going too far left with Obama. And that's, that's, why that's why they're why we have what we have. That's why they're like, we got to get him out. We got to get him out. <laughs> that's exactly why. You're absolutely right. But but let's not let's not um, be fooled in, in saying that he's that's the only reason why he's there. Uh, yeah, because he's fucking winning. <laughs> like he's. He's probably the first president in a long time that we can say is is winning. You know, sure. I'm just well, saying, the dude's been nominated for two Nobel Peace Prizes in a week, right? So. Yeah. Well, for actually doing something, not just right. elected president. Yeah. Fascinating stuff, man. It's crazy the world we're living in right now. It's fast moving, wild shit's happening left, right, and center, dude. Like, and and all along the all along the way, dude. Trump's just like throwing out these accomplishments that, you know, I think I read something where Biden said he accidentally created peace in the Middle East. <laughs> trying to create peace since I was a that's, baby. That's 2020 for you, though. Yeah. What is, what is one more way? What is one more way we can just absolutely piss off a lot of people in this country? Oh, I get it. We're going to nominate Donald J. Trump for two Nobel Peace Prizes. Yeah, no, so, yeah, so that used to be. That's, that's the funny part is this is like this. This is an award that's uh, uh, held. In the highest regard, or one, yeah. one time, right? I think arguably until they handed it probably still is right? nothing. But now um, the left, who's always heralded the Nobel Peace Prize, now has to hate it because Donald. It's just fascinating. Oh, yeah. It's fucking fascinating. <laughs> but not once, but twice. <laughs> well, yeah, because they not, right? nominated him for the one peace deal, and then he was like, "All right, I'll I'll see that, and I'll raise you one." Now I'm, now <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and fix the whole Kosovo thing that you lefties couldn't figure out. What are your thoughts on that shit, man? Haven't been over there and shit. On what? Kosovo? That, that, no, just the, if you've been over that area, that region. Yeah. If, if anyone thinks that they actually brokered, so listen, they, they didn't broker like this peace deal. They normalized relations, right? That just means that the countries are going to be willing to talk and they opened up airspace and they, they made the baby steps where these countries can at least talk. Okay. Well, yeah, that's that's don't, that's don't, huge, though. It is huge, but don't fool yourself and think that Israel won't fuck these motherfuckers up if they do some dumb shit. Israel yeah. has to be that way. Right. They, are, they are dangerous. All we have to, and we have to done, help Israel. So all they've done is opened diplomatic channels, and that's a great thing. That means that people are talking because when people stop talking, much like we're not talking in this country, mm-hmm. go to war. That's what happens historically, right? Um, yeah. And. We're already in a pseudo cold civil war in right. The country right now. We're so divided 
we're already – you like, we've seen it at a small scale in our own groups and in our own page. We can't even talk to people that we claim are friends. Well, just look at Portland. It's Civil War. Oh, no, 100%. In a, in a low-intensity low kinetic way, absolutely. We're also in a very much a cold sort of way. Right. Cold, like a new civil – you know, Civil War – a second Civil War is, in my opinion, actually already happening. Um, I just hope it doesn't go kinetic. I don't want to kill Americans. Right. And, and, and I'm not going to say that I'll fall on one side or the other. I'm just saying, like, I'll protect mine, you know? Well, there, that's Mitch the problem is if there ever was another civil war, one Mitch side Mitch against the other, there'll be people in the middle yeah. just trying to protect themselves, killing both sides. I'm just – I'm fully capable and fully willing of fucking smoking a motherfucker <laughs> who has a problem with my family. But that's it. I'm not going to go looking for a fight anywhere. Um, but we're there, man. It's just we're there, you know? I mean, I'm not going to be some, you know, I'm not going to be like some kid roaming the streets, like with a fucking AR looking for, looking for some shit. Just not. I That's why I love that. Did you read that open letter to Antifa that I posted, right? It just says, it, yeah, I think it just talks a lot about people who have fucking kind of been there and done that, man. None of us want to see war, dude. You know, none of us want to see any of that shit. No, this was completely, this is the, the opposite side, dude. I think this was a vet saying that uh, you're embarrassing yourself, really. I mean, you, you you tried, you gave it a valiant effort, but you got fucking destroyed by a 17-year-old, first of all. Yeah, what do you think that, you're going to do when real killers get involved? That's what I said. Wait till the varsity team comes to bat. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't even, you got the people on the fucking sidelines sitting there laughing. No, wait till they really want to play. Just look at some of the videos these idiots put out, dude. Like, yeah. talking about their gear and their weapon. You know, it's like, come on. What's your thought on that? What? So, like, these veterans and whatever, these other people that are just all gung-ho about everything. Do you think, like, they're starting to, like, I don't get impatient? See, like, I don't know, dude. I don't want to see the book boys get into a fight. I don't want to see the veterans come out in mass and, like, go fuck people. I don't want to see that. I do not want to see that. Nah. Right. Well, not, on, actually, not here, especially. Anywhere. That's what will tip the scales of actually yeah. going into a full-on kinetic fight. Because once that happens, then you're going to have, like, real militaries like deciding on how they're going to serve. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the Marine Corps is going to be forced to decide where they fall. You know, th that shit's crazy. So if you actually saw like a real secession, I don't want to see that. But I'm saying, what I am saying is like if veterans united across this country and went and physically fought Antifa, that's fucking, that takes it to a whole nother level. It's going to be terrible. We're talking about defending ourselves. I am talking about defending ourselves and our families, not actually, like I said, going out looking for a fight. Right. I don't see that. I really do not want to see that. But how close are we to we're that? Pretty fucking not close. saying you, but in general. Like in general, I, I'm, not lying. I'm not lying when I say this. I think we're yeah. closer than people realize, man. Well, and, that's what's scary about the Rittenhouse situation is well, because that is happening. Yeah, he showed like that's that's really the like okay, so let's say that let's say that we went into a full on kinetic engagement with fucking people in the streets against Antifa. Mm -hmm. And they'll say that it became like this full scale sort of pseudo engagement where it's happening in sporadically across cities, right? Mm -hmm. That Kyle Kyle Rittenhouse incident will will have been the fucking shot heard around the country if you will. Right. That'll be the first one. That'll be the first incident where they'll they'll always go back to that and say, This is where it actually sparked. Yep. Nobody wants to talk about the facts of that. The kid never should have been there in the first place, but the people that engaged him were fucking horrible human beings, too. The whole situation was fucked. And <laughs> armed. Exactly. The age-old question of Rochambeau and people cheating, <laughs> pulling out, like, gun and, and skateboard got answered. This never should have happened in the first place, right? Like, uh, honestly, on both sides, it just never should have happened. But right. it did, so now we're stuck with it, and, and that'll be really the first example engagement, engagement if you will of what could potentially be 
you know, that sort of second civil war. It's just right, that'll be the textbook. That'll be in textbooks if that's the reason why everything goes to shit. Well, and it's how you, it's how you're going to establish your side. Really? Are you on the Rittenhouse side or are you on Tifa side? Yeah. <laughs> that's what's scary. That's what's scary about the kid's name because I don't know if you've ever seen the show Timeless and like where they're going back and trying to save American history, but the family name that's trying to destroy America is Rittenhouse. Interesting. See, see, with me, really? it, start, it yeah. started. It started with the McCluskeys. It didn't start with Rittenhouse. That's fair. That's a fair point. Well, the McCluskeys showed that they were willing to defend their property when they felt threatened. I'm just saying, and then they ended up in jail. You've just, you've just sort of fought. You, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but you're, you are quickly becoming a fucking hardened Second Amendment guy, right? So, well, what the fuck? No, I get it. I totally get it. Trust me, dude. I'm a New York refugee too, bro. Like I'm all about. That. <laughs> I don't ever want to give it up. Um, but I mean, you seem to be you seem to be really falling on that harder than a lot of people, right? Yeah. Um, and, and I get it. I mean, it's Second Amendment, super important. So I, I see that. I definitely see that as that's like again though. Um, they're never going to talk about the precursor incidents that weren't violent. They're going to talk about the ones where people actually died. If it yep. bleeds, it reads. So the Rittenhouse thing will always get it and underlying if you're actually reporting it properly. Then you'll be talking about the McCloskey incident, right? Yeah. But again, I mean, our our academic institutions are are owned and operated by the left, so they're never gonna they're never gonna really talk about this stuff. Not in not in a un not in a unbiased way, right? No left leaning person is ever gonna say, "Yeah, we have this great thing called the Second Amendment, and these people exercise it." Never gonna happen. They're gonna say that these people were fucking criminals, you know. But and they'll they'll deny the fact that they you know. That's <laughs> it's, just, it's a whole shit show, dude. I don't know. Well, that was that's when I, that was a nice shot, dude. This guy just hold it out from like fucking for well, whatever. Um, that's where it comes down to the house, dude. You gotta you gotta take care of that shit at the dinner table. Yeah, your kids should know that shit. They shouldn't have to learn or see or be influenced by anybody but you. If you're yeah. doing it right, your kids won't be assholes. I mean, that speaks to the whole. Um, and I say this with kid gloves because we literally have friends that didn't exactly. They grew up like us but not in the nuclear family like we know it. I mean, Billy, you're an example of that. But, like, the new, you know, the left is attacking what we always thought the nuclear family was supposed to be. Now, I'm not saying that, like, absent a father or mother can't fill both roles. I think they absolutely can. Again, Billy, I think you're an example of that. But um, what is that noise? Something. What are you doing, Cody? I'm, my mic's muted, so it's not me. There were fireworks or something going off over here. Maybe is that what you're hearing? I don't know. I got my window open. I can bust the bed. But yeah, I mean, um, the fireworks don't stop here. The left is destroying the notion of the nuclear family. And it goes back to what you're saying. Like it happens at the dinner table and it happens at, you know, I'm not saying like blended, you know, the nuclear family has definitely changed rightfully so. But, um, again, like, yeah, it just, uh, when you attack that, uh, things change, man. You're right. And it's funny. You got a lot of the issues we have today are parenting issues, man. Yeah. Well, there's no such thing really as values anymore. No, not not nearly like what they used to be. No. Again, I've said it before, man. I'm not talking. We all need to be like fucking leave it to Beaver and shit. Like fuck that. That's little, fucking Pleasantville. Yeah, that doesn't really fit in our world now. But you know, I pride myself in having a dinner table my family can sit at in a cohesive way. You know what I mean? Yep. Don't do it all the time. It's not like we do it every day. My my wife doesn't have to have dinner like as soon as I walk. You know, none of that weird shit. But we sit there and we talk and we talk about a lot of different issues, man. You know, and we, 
um, we express ourselves and we teach our kids that they can believe in whatever they feel they need to believe in and no one should tell them. You know what I mean? We talk about all those things. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to create a, an environment for my kids where they can um, ask questions and develop their own opinions, man. You know, that's just me, but that's gone in a lot of places. Right. And that's how it's like, if there were, if there was a war, I'm not picking one side or the other. I'm picking my side, me defending me and mine. Right. That and that's how people should think, but that's not how it is. People are going to be like, well, I, you know, I'm this side, so I'm going to protect that. It actually happened to me, man. It was interesting. I can, I can relate a little personally here. Like that happened to me at HMX. Like we had a couple of officers getting a tiff and they didn't like each other. And somebody once told me that I was on this guy's team. <laughs> and this is one of my leaders. I'm like, I'm not on anybody's fucking team. I'm on the Marine Corps team. Like, Go fuck yourself. You know, basically what I said to him, like, and I was junior to him. I'm on the fucking Marine Corps team. You know, I don't give a fuck. You know, this shit that's happening between these two idiots, that's on them. Like, I'm here to fucking teach and lead. This is our old unit, Cody. You probably know what I'm talking about. Like, I'm not on anybody's motherfucking team. Fuck yourself. You know, we're the Marine Corps team, the only team that matters to me because you motherfuckers are going to come and go. You know, so, yeah, I'm not about all that. And, uh, you know, that's a very micro level. Like, when you're talking about, or you're talking about the macro level, like up in the, you know, if the civil war absolutely absolutely went like it's not going to be like the union and the confederates you know they ain't gonna be a whole bunch of factions yeah that's even scarier that's when we get past the two-party system (laughs) exactly when that happens but i mean you got to think like you know there's there's armed militias all over this country that have just been waiting for some shit like this right they're fucking drooling right now (laughs) that's scary as fuck man I'm not down with BLM. I'm not down with KKK. I'm not down with any of those motherfuckers. I'm not down with sovereign neo-Nazis. Fuck that. And, but those are the ones, those are going to be some of the major players, you know, um, as far as like actual armed conflict and that stuff cares, scares the absolute fucking shit out of me, man. Well, the good news is they all wear uniforms. <laughs> they definitely now. do try to, uh, make themselves known in one form or the other. Right. If so, I see a giant thing of bed sheets, I'm fucking just laying waste, I guess, you know? Well, I don't think the KKK rolls like that anymore. I don't think they're that dumb. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Maybe well, they, they got they their might, motorcycle patch. They might in the deep south, maybe. Uh, I, I mean, rural, I'm, just saying, if gonna, I'm just saying if any of those folks were ever going to roll in force, they're not going to be dressed like that. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not saying that they're not going to have obvious patches of whatever fucking gang they roll with, because obviously they, they can't ever seem to help themselves when it comes to that regard. Right. But, I mean, dude, you're talking like, they're. I mean, they're too stupid to move past the fact that, you know, you're judging people based off the color of their skin. Bro, even MS-13 doesn't do shit like that, at least not their chapters. In Same the- way, though. They stopped getting tattoos and all this stuff that were easily identifable, and they stopped dressing the way because they were getting caught all the time. They were constantly right. up. If you're talking about a, 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 one, of the most Any gang. one of the most notorious Hispanic gangs in the country, if they can adapt like that. And you're going to roll out with your fucking stupid ass bed sheets? Like, come on. Bro. <laughs> That's, like, That's like the fucking, the neo-Nazis. Like, all right, we get it. You hate like Jews and stuff, but do you really have to get swastika t- tattoos to let everyone know who the fuck you are, you idiot? Yeah, I really don't think they're doing that stuff anymore. I think they've kind of moved on from that. Now it's more, it's definitely more of an ideological, you know, you're, again, though, you're talking, we're talking, if you want to talk about who's branding themselves and doing this shit, it depends on what level you're at you know if you're just some fucking basic cannon fodder you probably got some of that shit you know um you probably do shave your head and wear your doc martens with red laces and all that weird shit they used to do you know because you're just you're just a troop at that point you know but any kind of leadership they don't do that kind of stuff man yeah look at these idiot boog boys that are running around with fucking hawaiian shirts on 
What sense uh, that poor Sparrow. Poor Sparrow. I'm just saying, like, what sense does that really make? Nothing says, like, fucking engage me than a Hawaiian shirt, you know? Like, hey, intelligence says, like, all these guys that want to fight you are wearing Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, these bright-ass fucking shirts. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the that, opposite of clam- camouflage. Listen, man, I'm just saying, like, people that – so I just saw a quote recently where it said, like uh, – and this is, like, a military thing. It's, like, if you separate your warfighters from your scholars, you're foolish, you know? I forget exactly how it goes. Tim Kennedy, I think, put it out. A couple of people have put it out. But it, it basically it says, like, if you're not studied – um, you're an idiot. And if you just roll up in a Hawaiian shirt, like, <laughs> I mean, it's just now it's out. The secret's out, boys. Like, let's not do that, you know? I don't know, man. I just, <clears throat> I dude, it's, it's, uh, it's on my mind, though. I'm not going to lie. That's to switch the flannels now. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's, uh, it's a concern for me. Now you're a lumberjack? It's, it, I, <laughs> it's interesting how highly invested Tony clearly is in golf right at the moment. He's, like, out of it. <laughs> Bro, you're watching the Safeway open. Like, we can see the TV on your goddamn glasses. Oh, no, no, that's the, that's actually the, the computer. Oh, is that the computer screen? All right. And I got I got left left zoom zoom on right now. I was trying to figure out why Mark Esper was on the screen, but Who? he must be the Secretary of Defense. <laughs> he's he gone. must be given some kind, huh? After this election, he's gone. He's already said he's gone. What? Him and Trump don't see eye to eye. I don't think. Anymore. Hasn't there been like four of them? Well, good. Now he's yeah. finally. But the thing is, like I've said it before, man. I think it's insanely difficult to work for somebody like Trump, dude. I really. Yeah. Do. It's uh, you got a lot of expectations on you, but well, not even once you realize that you shouldn't be there. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Dude, I was watching. He's the, he's the boss, and you don't ask the boss to quit. You know, like a lot yeah. of things, though. It's just a lot of things. It's not just Trump. I can't imagine working for Trump is easy. But also, the media attention, that can't be easy. The scrutiny yeah. of the family is going to come over. That can't be easy. You know, the times where you do sort of find yourself not exactly in alignment with the president, that can't yeah. be easy. Yeah. I'm not saying that a lot of these, you know, that's, we saw Mattis. Even Mattis wasn't, you know, he got, you know, subjected to this shit. Um, these are all good people that probably just can't work under that type of environment, man. That's, well, he's had, he's even had multiple press secretaries, hasn't he? Yeah. Then look, at, I was just about to say, then look at Kaylee McEnany. That's definitely not been, um, like Sarah Sanders did great. Yeah. She moved on because she's a mother. She moved on because she has other aspirations. McEnany's going to do the same thing. Spicer or whatever his name, he's just an idiot. He just didn't belong there to begin with. You know, he, mm-hmm. he never should have yeah. had that job. So, I mean, yeah, there's been some rollover there, but it, it, in that specific job, there's been no like weird issues there. That's just Spicer fucking stepped on his own dick. And then Sanders, um, she's a mother, man. And, uh, and her, her father was a fucking governor. And I think she's going to be a governor. She, yeah. has aspirations, uh, she has aspirations well beyond being a press secretary. And, is that the one with the long brown hair? That was, yeah, little... well, she kind of looks like she got hit in the face with a shovel. I don't know what the freaky eye. And yeah. she... She's an awesome person. And she fucking used to slay the media. And I loved it. Yeah. McEnany is only fucking up that, which I think uh, is amazing. She's just fucking. That's, that's a blonde, right? Oh, yeah. yeah dude, fuck that, dude. Fuck whatever her appearance is. She fucking slays Ooh. motherfuckers, dude. Absolutely slays them. I love it's I've, I've watched. I've watched some of the clips that she 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 fucking she gives zero shits. It is amazing. <laughs> and she does not stumble, dude. Right there, bam, bam, bam. She has her little binder. It's like, okay, this is what he said. I'm not telling you anything else. Fuck Hold off. Hold on, though. Hold on. Do you guys realize that she has like a five or six month old baby too, right? So let's yeah. just give her a well, shot. Doesn't she has like a fucking colostomy bag on her, doesn't she? No, no. she had a mastectomy, a double mastectomy. Oh. She had her fucking jerk. She had her 
breast removed because she had cancer or was going to get I don't know. I'm just fucking I'm asking because I was looking at a picture of her the other day because the Islanders are playing the Tampa Bay Rays in the, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. And she had a Tampa Bay Lightning jersey on. Not the Rays, sorry. The I don't Lightning. Know where, I don't know where and she had it up and there was like something hanging there, like a bag or some shit. I mean, hey, it's possible at some point it's possible. She may have. Wow. Chemo, cancer treatment. I don't know how extensive her chemo or cancer treatment was. Um, but, uh, yeah, there, it's possible. Surely it's possible. But- oh, her, hers was preventative. Was it? I don't- yeah, she had some disease where if she didn't get it done, she was. Go- it was like a 90% chance she was going to get breast cancer. We saw that with like uh, Angelina Jolie. Like A lot of women are, are forced with that decision. It's um, she openly talks about it, but um, yeah, she's a pretty incredible human being, man. Um, I don't know all her history, but I could just say like her job right now is not easy, and she's absolutely crushing it. And she's also a mother of a very young baby. I feel like that job is never easy, no matter who's in office. Very young, right? She's a very young person. Like I don't, I don't know how old she is, but she's, she's probably not. around our age, no? Yeah, she's thirty. Not I think younger. she's a year or two older than us. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't even have given her that. I thought she'd be younger, but yeah, no, I think she's thirty-six or thirty-eight. Pretty incredible, man. I think she actually used to work for CNN, too, which is even more surprising. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, man. I don't know, dude. I mean, I don't know, man. Crazy, crazy fucking times we're living right now. Yeah, think. Hash Brown 2020. Oh, I'm sorry. She's 32. Wow. 1988. Stand corrected. You've been using that recently, Hash Brown. Yeah, I, I told you. You got to watch Cobra Kai, man. Fucking Johnny Lawrence is still stuck in the eighties and he doesn't what know. What the fuck is Cobra Kai? So it's like the it's like the T V series in uh in Cobra the, Kai. Johnny Lawrence, Danny LaRusso, Karate Kid. Except the roles, the Cobra roles, Kai was the asshole dojo. The roles have slightly reversed, I guess, right? Isn't never seen the right. movie, so this this kind of portrays Johnny Lawrence as this guy that was like down on his luck and he's Tony, he was nice and this, that and the other thing. Tony, if you've never seen fucking Karate Kid, don't ever talk to me about Top Gun again. That's- Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that no, I'm I'm with him on that. Why? Where's 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 my where's my fucking? Uh, I got no black belt on. Do I? Dude, I shit you not. That's a. Why, why do I? Wait, wait, that? time out, time out. Before I shit you not. Before this started, before this started, I was watching the next Karate Kid, and I still have it paused. I'm waiting to finish the movie. <laughs> you also didn't serve in the military, so why is Top Gun so important to you? If we're gonna play that game. Ooh. Because you served in the you served in the military, right? And not in the Air Force. You never saw a Top Gun. Not in the Navy. Even Robbie was blown away that you never saw a Top Gun. Not in the Navy. I have. He seen was in the military, Navy. though. Collectively, I've seen Top Gun. I've told you that. I've just never. Okay, watched. so that's the reason I'm blown away that you've never seen it because you were in the military. Where's the correlation between me and the fucking Top, karate movie? Top Gun is not some fucking. Top Gun is not like some profound military movie. Bullshit. Fake. It's not even real. It's fake. Bullshit. It's not nothing. Bullshit. I, what do you mean bullshit? I, Top Gun is just a classic movie, period. It's, it's not a classic so, military but so movie. But so is the Karate Kid, though. Right. Right. <laughs> it's, just not, it's not based on anything real. The Karate Kid was a, a, a classic in its own right. Right. Right? Like Never seen it. Fine. Oh, so don't, I'm just saying don't give me shit for the things that I haven't seen or haven't seen, like, Total, you know what I mean? No, because that's the, that's like me telling you that I've never seen what cocktails and cocktails and dreams. Would you put Day- it as your senior quote in the in a yearbook? <laughs> no, like Days of Thunder. Yeah, that Just would. Because- I would. I've seen Days of Thunder. I, I would think you're fucking stupid for being an NASCAR fan if you've never seen that. Fine. Okay, so it but wouldn't be not- right. But, it, but I've stop. seen the majority of Top Gun. I'm just saying it's not even real, man. It's not really based on anything real. 
I understand it's not real, but neither is fucking a few good men. It's not real, but it's a military theme. It's closer to an actual depiction of what really happens in the military. Like Top Gun is like pretty pretty Hollywooded out, man. Okay, you're right. You're right. I'm just saying, like I I I am sort of baffled that a lot of veterans invest that much into that movie. But you'll admit that they do. It's awkward, but yes. Okay, thank you. That's all I'm saying is okay, that it is a you're very. Saying, you're saying that it's a classic movie. So is all three credits. Oh my god! No, right. we're not going to. But it, the thing is, is it, now, if, if we were in the Air Force or the Navy, and Coon never saw the movie, then that, okay, you have an argument. I would be we're told in the Marine Corps. We were enlisted. We were enlisted in the Marine Corps. You can't even fly unless you're an officer in the Marine Corps. So it doesn't okay, I'm, I'm a civilian. I did nothing. To me, it's military. That's the military. That's not. yeah. To you, Major Payne is the fucking military. What does it matter? <laughs> no, never seen that either. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> that movie's actually funny. I, he, I can lost it. Like, he fucking lost it, man. That's fine. <laughs> I, was, I was I was banging bitches and riding dirt bikes. That's what I was doing. Sorry, I wasn't watching movies. <laughs> Major pain is a good one. It is. Good, good. I'm glad it is. I think so, I broke my headphones. So so, <laughs> so is so is Megan the chipper cracking your windshield chick at the McKinley Mall. That was a really good one. What? Ah, Never Major mind. fucking pain. Are you serious? You want to play this game? Throw some more movies at me. You think a military veteran was supposed to watch? And you're still coming after me. He's gonna be like, Have you seen Platoon? Yeah. No. Uh, to me, honestly, Top Gun would be it. And and Full Metal Jacket, obviously. A few good men. That'd be it. Full Metal Jacket, I think every Marine has probably seen that. I think they have to. Yeah. you never seen the Pacific? That's I mean, that's a TV series. Huh? I feel like Top Gun's like, not hey, even in on, the top five of best military movies ever. Not even close. Tony. <laughs> You said if I mention something, you watch it. And I've mentioned the Pacific on multiple occasions. In your Great show. That you haven't watched it. Not to mention I posted about John Bazalo. And you oh, that, is that, that, wait a minute. Whoa. whoa. Fucking That's, Dan Daly. Wait a minute, fuckers. That's the World War II one, right? In the Pacific. Yeah, the Pacific. Yes. Hello. Okay, shut up, Billy. God damn, I can't even talk. I started watching it, and then Tiger King came out. Tiger King takes precedence over the Thank you. That's yep. argument. That's <laughs> argument it's pop culture and you got to watch it. And like at the moment, if you weren't caught up, it would be weird. You need yep. to go back and finish the Pacific though. Okay. Please. We'll do. You watch Generation Kill, right? Yes. Okay. That's a kill. I actually started watching that again a couple of the episodes. I love that one. Yeah. So I might go back and rewatch it because I'm, I got back into Mattis's book and he's talking about a lot of that. Hi, Jen. He said hi. I love that. Oh, yeah. Remember I told you before I couldn't find this shit everywhere? What anywhere? It? She tell found me. like two of them. Come on, tell me exactly what it is. It's uh, Tostitos Salsa Con Queso. We can't find this anywhere in New York lately for some really? God knows why reason, and she found two. That's interesting because that's pretty, pretty normally that's normally on the shelves. The one thing I can't find is we found this salsa dude that was so good. It was like Tostitos Salsa, but it was garlic-based. So you know how they did a couple of those like flavors? That garlic one just fucking disappeared. But Lori and I loved it, dude. I don't know what happened. And so like we always talk about taco rice, right? Um, and we try to get as close to we can as to the taco rice as what we used to have in Okinawa. But we started throwing some of that garlic stuff in, man. It just made it like this nice, homely, like like close to what we had in Okinawa, but very much our own kind of thing. And now it's gone. Yeah. It's gone. That's kind of weird, though, that salsa. It's kind of weird. It's just like not- salsa, the green shit. The fucking uh, the spinach dip that they do all over the place here. 
but I can't find the fucking cheese. So when we find it, it's like. That's kind of weird. It is kind of weird. Like what hasn't made its way to certain places. Obviously it's probably, I'm sure if you really dug into it, it's a COVID thing, but very interesting. Like what is not being stopped in certain places. Cause New York has like, New York has like Bud Light Apple, right? Say hi. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And see like that's somewhere, that's something that's not across like anywhere outside of New York. Is that her mask as a, as a bandana? Yeah. That's fair. A lot of people have been doing that. A lot of anti-maskers rock the bandana. <laughs> my buddy the other day, he works for the MTA. He's like, oh, my job just gave us masks. He's What's like, let me good? show you how good they work. He had it on. He took a hit of his vape and swim blew out the... Yeah. What's yeah. the MTA? It's the Metro Transit Authority? Yeah, he works for bridges and tunnels. Okay. He's the guy I send you pictures of when he's climbing up the fucking, like, the what Whitestone mean? Bridge and shit. And you're like, nope. nope. <laughs> yeah. How much he gets paid? Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Not worth it. I'm uh, Tony. I'm annoyed though, man, because you just assume that I'm a veteran. I have to watch certain fucking movies. That oh my god! No, that's fair. It's a fair argument. One movie. One. It, can, movie. it annoys the fuck that's, out of me. That's branches. Okay. Then, you're, then, then you're annoyed with Robbie as well. Yeah, I am annoyed with Robbie. It's not even okay. Fuck. It's not even the parts that I've seen. It's not even good. So it's not just the me thing. But I've actually been to the fucking house, man. I've been to the Top Gun house. Like I've made that pilgrimage. Just like that makes it even more disappointing for like me. Like a Christmas story, you know that movie? I've never seen the whole movie. I know about like the leg lamp and all that stuff. I've been to that house too, but I've never watched the whole movie. And you lived in Okinawa, so if you never saw the Pacific, it counts. I've seen the Pacific. <laughs> I know, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm kind of going against you at not at the same time. I don't get it. Whatever. <laughs> You've been to the house. That doesn't mean shit. Tony, what other fucking movie should I have watched? Holy fuck. <laughs> Why are we talking about this? Where's Birdman when I need him? At this point, I'm genuinely curious. I want to know. I just want to know, like, what, what, what is your, in your mind, and this is a real question. I'm not being an ass. In your mind, like, what are the things that you would think veterans would consume? I'm actually curious. Because it's like, I don't, you know, I, all my friends, for the most part, people with, now with, really, honestly, Tony, the exception of you, you're actually probably my only civilian friend that I'm like in constant contact with <laughs> for the most part. Right. right. That's, that's real. I'm being honest. So like what, what are, I'm just curious, like what other things do you assume that as we, far as what movies, this is yeah. veterans. Like, what do you think? Like movies shows, like, what do you think we would consume? I think we can break the mold on some of this. I'm just genuinely curious. I, really well, I don't know. That's a fucking pretty loaded question that we can go on. A, I don't know when you put the pressure on me like that, but why? How do we even get here? Why? Why? It's just a, I'm, I'm genuinely asking. I'm, yeah. I'm genuinely curious. I'm curious now too. All right. So like, so you all right? We're veterans. So do you think that every veteran should have seen like we were soldiers or no. on the Fourth of July or whatever? No, I'll tell you when I when I said ten minutes ago, I genuinely just Full Metal just Jacket, Top Gun. Top Gun. Full, all right, Full Metal Jacket. All right. The top Gun definitely has this like allure about it that I think a lot of people, you know, it was a right. popular movie whether you're in the military or not. Um, I just, I don't, dude. And maybe it's just because it was popular when we were coming up and I liked it. So I, just, I, I mean, I, have, I don't know. I have no, I had zero ambition. I don't find planes cool or sexy in any way. I think a lot of people do. It has nothing to do with the planes. I don't, I could give a shit about the, but what do you say Maverick and Goose? I mean, every fucking swinging dick in America knows what you're talking about, well, you know? Right. So, but it also has a lot to do with who 
was the star of the movie at the time that they made the movie. Tom Cruise did a lot of fucking famous movies back then. Yeah, we should do a poll, I think, inside the podcast group that we have and see what responses we get. I'm just curious at this point. Yeah, and it's idea. not that I'm trying to. It's not that I'm stereotyping you guys. I'm. I'm just saying. You, I, I guarantee. I, I put my fucking salary on it. If you went out and asked a hundred people, if they would think that vets would watch Top Gun over, uh, I don't fucking know. Name a movie, any movie, but. Karate Kid would say top. Yeah, yeah, and they would say, "I, I, I'll put my salary on it." They'd say Top Gun. You get the majority over what movie, Billy? Karate Kid. Yeah, I'll do that one. I think I'll take that one. I think you'd <laughs> what do I got to give you? Nothing. I'm not saying vets. I'm not saying you ask 100 vets. I'm saying you ask 100 civilians which movie they think vets would watch. And then the majority is going to say Top Gun over Karate Kid. Which is shocking because in Karate Kid, you'd learn more about personal character, which is a highly developed <laughs> sense. Right. People don't think about that, though. They think well, it's no not even that. Hey, it's, hey, just, hey. it's the simple fact that the Karate Kid is just like a cult classic from the 80s that like and there's 10 times more regular people, civilians out there than there is veterans. That's great. So let's, so let's put, so let's put the question out there. You would think Mark not seeing Top Gun is not as much as you saying you haven't seen Karate Kid as a civilian. Based on population density. Yes. Right. I get your point. I see Karate Kid as more of a niche movie too. If you don't, if you're not into martial arts and that kind of shit, oh, it's you're just not a cult gonna... classic, just like the Goonies. I've never seen any any dragon, any kum. What I, I throw some kind of name out there with martial arts and shit, and I've never seen it. So, wow, that that whole genre, I'm not interested in. So, uh, in in his defense, so was, three ninjas. I was into karate when I was a kid. So, you're like, you've never seen the best of the best. America versus Korea in, only, in, in only the only the strong street only the strong where they're kick, in kickboxing kickboxer fucking <laughs> no I'm just I'm trying to talk I've never seen Street Fighter I've never seen half the John Claude Van Damme movies I couldn't tell you half the shit yeah, that yeah, Jackie yeah. Chan was in I mean I don't I don't give a fuck about I'm telling, any of them. I'm telling you movies dude you're selling yourself short they're still relevant today and they're fucking <laughs> hilarious. They're like okay. the dubbed movies where like people are speaking in Thai and then yeah. the English dub goes over and <laughs> those are fun. Those are just fun movies to watch. I'm telling you right I mean, now, the, yeah. the 80s is the best decade for movies ever. Just watch any movie in the 80s. You'll be all right. Yeah, dude, not, I'm, not, I'm not talking about the Brat Pack. I'm talking about like for me, you know, Karate I'm Kids, little, the Blood Sports, the Kickboxers, all that shit. For me, I'm definitely just a little surprised at the backlash that I get when like someone actually said, what kind of vet are you? And I'm like, what? Like, because I haven't. I've, See, and I'm not going that far, but you're like, attacking dude, me like I'm that person. I've seen a lot of the relevant parts of Top Gun. I, I can honestly say I don't think I've ever sat down, start to finish, to watch it. I just never mm-hmm. cared that much. I find it very arrogant. You know, I know there's like a whole niche of people that are super into like the aircraft and the naval aircraft, and like there's a pl- time and place for all that. It's well, Tom Cruise suited. is a fucking douche in that movie. It's just, yeah, exactly. It's never suited. <laughs> me. And that's even, and honestly, that's even before I joined the military, right? Um, it just never suited me. It's not something I've ever found, you know. I find, I find um, for me personally, I find a lot of solace and misery for some reason. Like, that's you know, another good that movie. movie. <laughs> that's a great fucking movie, dude. I know there's that's a another little, good one. What? Misery. misery? The movie Misery. James Can. Is that what you were talking about? No, football. You're not going home yet. No, I'm saying just in general, like when people suffer in movies, I find myself more attracted to that 
and like the adversity and coming out of it. And I'm not saying that's not present in Top Gun. Obviously, it is. His partner dies or whatever. But yeah. um, there's and I'll be honest with you, dude. As soon as he dies, I'm out. There's like, an I'll arrogance. Watch. There's just an arrogance in that movie that I can't stand. Now, I'll watch the whole movie until Goose is gone. Now Tom Cruise must have had something against the. Now because <laughs> somebody they're making the second one or whatever, I'm legitimately going to have to go back and rewatch because my kids will now be exposed to it. So, mm. like, um, yeah, see, I won't watch that one. That that movie would be awesome on the wall. I know that much. And the wall's open to anybody who wants to come and watch, dude. It always has been. Like, Cue the I, Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump. Since I've had kids, I can't even get to the movies anymore, man. I usually fall asleep. And actually, the other day, I watched Out Cold. I've been talking about it and referencing it. And oh, you found it? I, I had to buy it, but whatever, dude. I, I love it. I just think it's fucking hilarious. I, I miss... With Skateboard, all- fire hydrant, car accident. Yeah, all in the same <laughs> I just think... I just miss, like, all these... Like, we're talking about these movies that are supposed to have, like, some overlying theme or whatever. Like, Out Cold absolutely is just... what It's just stupid. It's just whatever. There's, but really at no the sp- point, there's really no point or purpose. I guess you could learn a little bit about relationships or li- li- live and let live or letting things go. But it's Don't really your really, dick in a jet. <laughs> it's really pointless and it's just fun. And I miss stuff like but that. But that's that's how when people ask me after I've seen a comedy movie, is it good? I don't care if it was good or not. Did it make me laugh? Was it hilarious? Comedies don't need to be good to be funny as fuck. Well, that's because they're good. comedies. When you're asking a comedy, that's no. Good. Because when you ask someone, "Is the movie good?" You're thinking like, "Oh, was it like good Titanic good, or was it like fucking some other bullshit movie you've never seen before?" Yeah, so you're putting thoughts into my head because to me, if you ask me if a comedy is good, it's if it made me laugh. No, I think the, I, well, I think the other way around. Yeah. Yeah, but you're you're like you're on another. I I used to tell people I'm a movie buff, but Billy, you're like on another level. You're yeah, like, like a movie savant. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Rain Man shit. Like I can remember lines and shit out of movies, but like you're on you're on next level as far as what you've actually consumed. You know what well, I mean? Well you you even get me. You all you guys when you say movie yeah, lines, I'm like, like I have no idea what the fuck is that that's from. I'm just saying like you've consumed a ridiculous amount of movies compared to compared to many, many people. But again, but if you looked in my closet with my book, like you know, I've consumed a lot of books, probably more right. than a lot of people that I'm, I'm around. Right, and half the movies I've seen are probably from books, so all right, boys, let's uh, let's wrap her up here. Cody, I'm putting you on the spot. Just end it with something good. Well, just been just gotta wake up. Ignoring the, uh, just been ignoring the news and kind of riding riding miles for man. You've been killing for Robbie's people. therapy, dude. You've been killing the miles, man. I'm super happy and proud that you're on it, and you know I think it's hopefully it'll be a positive impact on you. So yeah. did you did you do sixty miles today then, bro, or just thirty? Oh, thirty point. No, I just did thirty. Yeah. Right, but I saw it was from one to another, so I didn't know if he. No, that was back. a loop. There, there's like, dude, this where I'm at is like a pretty cool spot. There's this, there's Trinity Trails, and it literally goes from pretty much like a mile away from my apartment, and then uh, it'll go all the way to Dallas, and, and so like that's what I'm planning on doing, probably. At the end of the month, I'm going to do a ride from Fort Worth to Dallas and back. Nice. But Hack's been killing it too. No, man, I'm getting I'm getting little bits and pieces, man. I'm just doing it. But you're still doing it, man, and that's what's awesome. Go ahead, Bill. Well, I got my championship tomorrow in softball, so that should be fun. Really? You do? Yeah, and we're playing this other team that probably shouldn't be in our division, but we're going to we're gonna fight. We're going to try to see if we can't get a couple of wins out and win the championship. This is the second year in a row we made the championship, so that's good. Uh, and then later, after we, after that, actually, when we drive upstate to Lake George, where I've never been. 
in the Adirondacks, fucking look for some trails and see how many miles we can get hiking. No, we're trying to be positive here, but I'm just going to say I'm super annoyed that you're seeing more New York than I've ever seen and you're from. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, I've been to like Rochester and Niagara Falls yeah, in Rochester's my whole life and that's it. <laughs> Rochester's not a place that you want to be right now. I was no. actually, I was really pulling for you going out to Niagara Falls again because I was going to try to get you to. Swim. Yeah, trying to get that WAP. Try to get that wing from my boys' pizzeria, man. I just think you, yeah. did, I think you guys would have enjoyed it. Um, Wings and pizza. Yeah, man. Yeah, we ain't I'm talking. Getting the, I'm getting the evil eye. <laughs> you tell her where, where you got to remind her where we're from. Wings, wings and, and pizza what? is what? Is wings and pizza to us. Cardi hijacked that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, go ahead. Uh, it's been a good week for me, man. I mean, Are you sure? Because it seemed like you were pretty busy. At work. <laughs> work sucked. Don't, don't get it twisted. Work was horrible, but. I can't even say that because I got rid of a problem. One problem took care of itself. That's fucking amazing. Gotta love it when that happens. And then time out. Uh, time out. What? Do we do we get an episode next week or a shit yeah. show episode of yeah. both of you together? Yeah, we'll, yeah, you will. Yeah, if you'd have let me finish talking instead of interrupting me, I was getting to that. But that's oh, okay. cool. tell, tell us about it. He'll cut that out. Go ahead, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just I've had a lot of fun this week, and then. uh course i have to look forward to the visitor i got coming next week so your boo my boo, boo. my boo over here with me who's jake who's really jake gillenhall and who's he pleasure really, i really don't care about you i'm just trying to get tim hortons bro <laughs> that's fine <laughs> you, you could Dude, tim, hortons, me out. tim hortons is advertised all over the stadium where the mets or the blue jays play because they play in buffalo <laughs> you land at 3 30 right something like that dude I gotta they close at five so i'm gonna get you a hot cup before we even hit the casa here I'm just, I'm genuinely excited to uh, play in the tournament and um, hang with you and your family. I haven't seen your wife in fucking two decades, man. So, yeah, dude, I'm I'm pumped for for a few reasons. One, you're gonna meet my kids, get to see my place. But then, like I said, you get to meet the man that uh, it's like that. He's he's probably the biggest influence in my adult life, at least my adult career. Yeah, over the last ten, fifteen years, my man Dennis. So it's gonna be good to have so, you two I, together. I don't think I ever really do positive stuff, do I? Remind me of sometimes. Like, sometimes I do. No, sometimes. you don't. No, on on Friday. No, on, on the a shit show. A lot of time I don't. This time I actually have something. So, man, I got the letter back in the mail today that um, says I'm one step closer to making one swing a reality, dude. There you uh, go. So I have these ideas that just fucking rattle around in my brain housing group like constantly, mm-hmm. and um, and a lot of which I've been able to make a reality. Some of which are super easy, and some of which are hard. So um, this one swing thing is coming together. And uh, shout out to Robbie for helping me along the way, man. But it's uh, something that really it's it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, man. Like, um, you know, I can talk about veterans playing golf, or I can put veterans on the golf course and get them playing golf, and that's my action, and that's my um, that's what I'm doing to fight this battle, right? Uh, and I'm just proud of it, man. I mean, it's just uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm super excited about it. Yeah, it means, it means the world to me, and I just want to see this thing grow and. Hopefully we can uh, get people chasing whatever that one thing is, man. It's, it means the world to me, you know. Oh yeah, it's just exciting when uh, things start falling into place. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just uh, you know because you think these some of these things you want to do are insurmountable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would, you know, also like I would say the team that we have in place now like is a team that wants to grow with me instead of uh, where in the past like I was around people that maybe didn't care to do that. Right. So things have changed. For the better, um, things things are looking good, man. I'm just excited. 
Well, well the, the hardest part, part is the hardest part is pushing that first domino, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Like I told you the other day, man, when I was listening to you and Josh talk, listening to him, um, it, that should hit home. It, it should tell you we're doing what we need to. Yeah, he did I, this, and, oh, and he, he good. I listened back to that because I was a little surprised. It's interesting sometimes when you when you're on the other side trying to create some of these episodes. Um, the ones that impact me are not always the ones that impact you guys, and that's interesting. It's always interesting for me. Certain episodes you guys totally ignore as a group. You know, you don't you don't you don't really bring it up. It seems like there's run of mill episodes, and then the ones that you guys tend to talk about the most are the ones that actually surprise me. You know, and it's interesting. I like it. Um, and I know sometimes I come off like a negative Nancy, but I, sometimes I don't see what you guys see, and it's nice when I get a little feedback. You know, yeah. And I'll go back and re-listen, and and I, after I listen back, like I, I got it. When I'm in the moment, though, I'm not digesting it like you guys are. Mm-hmm. I'm totally invested in what we're doing in that moment. Um, and that's a good thing, though. That means everyone that listens, either they may like some, they may not. But you don't want everyone liking just the same shit and then hating everything else. So everywhere you have someone hating one thing, you got the same amount of people liking the same thing. And it's, almost like, it's almost like I've heard this broken down like this before somewhere. I don't know. All I have to say is I miss Barrow. <laughs> and Tony, by next hit show, you better have watched Major Pain. It has nothing to do with being a veteran or anything else. Watch fucking Major Pain. It's hilarious. We'll not, we'll not do it. Oh my god, you're you such dude, you can't force cocksucker. You can't force Tony. To <laughs> you can't force Tony to do anything till the next in April. We're just gonna have it on, and, and that's how we'll force him. I'll just pay you. I'll pay. It'll be like uh, <laughs> it'll be like Christmas story on Christmas when they're just not running even, it all day. It has nothing to do with Tony. What like. Watch it with your kids. It's a funny fucking kids movie. Like it's great. Yeah. I watched it when we like it came out when we were kids. It's great. Yeah. Damon Wayne's is hilarious. Well, I'll agree with that. Gotta say thanks for uh, you know fucking recording on the fly with me. This is uh, so generally speaking, we record these on Sundays. This is a Saturday night recording. Um, it just is what it is. I'm you know my daughter and I are prepping for a veteran golf association championship. So um, I'm getting- get it, big boy. It worked out for me too. <laughs> I would be driving upstate. I wouldn't be able to exactly. do it. So we're getting we're getting a little closer to um, the actual ship. So uh, we, we I want to be a little more invested in it, man. Especially for for my daughter. So thanks for switching on the fly, man. More stuff to come, dude. I got some good stuff. Uh, shout out to Kyle Stewart, dude. He fucking he killed it. Uh, we got a, we'll have a follow up episode coming with him um, based on his his fights, his career, where he's headed. Um, I uh, should hopefully have – I wanted to have a 9-11 uh, episode with a friend of mine who was actually there, um, but I'm playing golf with him tomorrow. He's our fourth. Um, he's just playing alongside us. I'll try to nail that down, and hopefully we'll get it, man. So we should have a lot of great content, dude. Um, and I want to prep everybody because we may um, – I may just take the whole month of December off um, and not really post much, looking to go into the third season in January. So we'll see about that. But – um. You know, don't don't uh, lose your faith in the old vent podcast because we're always going to be here. Um, we just may take a little break. I think uh, everybody could use a little unplug time. Well, but, yeah, that's the stuff to stuff to come, man. So we'll see. We'll see what that's happens. for me and Sparrow start the Aliens podcast. There we go, buddy. We're ready whenever you want, man. I, so I posed the question inside the group, dude. Um, I'm looking to see what people are looking for. Um, I want our Hack Daniels Media to be a growing network. Um, We've got some ideas uh, on the burner right now, cooking them. We'll see what happens. But, um, you know, jump in there, Billy, and, and answer that question and try to spur some content on what people would want to see, man. 
maybe maybe we could do a whole thing on you know cody you and i've talked about doing some stuff based around the beer industry i think that'd be great a lot of people listen billy i mean you're like we said a movie savant man i think in pop culture there's not many people that can talk intelligently like you can about all of it uh, i think that's something people would want to listen to and you and there's any any number of avenues we could take with that so yeah we're growing network man and we want to continue that so uh let's do it you know we got some surprises surprises already cooking too so. yeah i think so man so um you know, and what's funny is I hide a lot of shit from you guys. I'm sorry to say, but I do, uh, because I even even within the crew, I want guys to be surprised on what comes next. And you know, a lot of times I got to keep my mouth shut about who's coming on the show because you're not always on every episode. You know, right? This is what it is, man. And then I love it because like a Josh Holyfield drops, and you guys are excited about it, and I'm like, holy shit, I didn't expect that. You know, <laughs> it was. I listened back; it was good. But thanks, thanks, man, guys, for always being here and always being willing to do this, man. And you know, I'm just excited to keep pushing content, dude, and sharing stories. And, um, yeah, it, you know, it is what it is, man. So, well, thanks for bringing us along with you, man. Yeah. All right, boys. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend, man. And, uh, you know, try to have a good week at work, wherever you may be. And, yeah, stay safe. Getting yeah. lost in the mountains. Yeah, Cheers. That's all, that's all, <laughs> that, man. all right, boys. We'll talk to you. Take it easy. Back to